0: Hey everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is September 30th, 2020. It's funny, I heard this song on the radio today. It yeah, weird. We have a show? I, <laughs> I wasn't thinking, fuck, we have a show. I was thinking, everyone else that hears this song, that listens yeah. to our show, must go, fuck. It's, it, it's, throw, it's throwing me off. It's kind of kind of weird. But I haven't heard this song on the radio in years. Oh, and I was so good. flipping through uh, KGB and all of a sudden it came in right from the beginning.
1: Uh, what a day! What a what a twenty four hours, huh? I mean, from where we were last night, yes, on Tuesday night during the debate, to what happened today. Obviously, the pods are the lead story. It, it amazes me that a team that had played so well and had done so many good things finds them in finds themselves in the situation that they are today. And I get Dave that when Clevenger and Lamette can't go. It, it impacts a lot, especially yeah. in a best-of-three. But, I mean, Garrett Richards we knew wasn't going to be a starter. And so you have Zach Davies and Chris Paddock, and now we're talking about a bullpen game on Friday, which is insane to me if we even get to Friday. But yesterday, as we were sitting back and we were waiting to see if Lamette or Clevenger could go, I feel like a lot of us thought, well, it's going to be Lamette. Like, lamette yeah. will be there. And then we find out, no, it's not. It's going to be Paddock. And, Dave, I swear, I felt like when that announcement was made, I mean, it'd be easy to go, I said, shit! But I didn't. I said, this is going to be Paddock's chance to redeem himself for a terrible couple of months. really, And all, in my opinion... The most important thing that I thought to him was, if he comes out and can have a really effective first inning, I think it's going to give an energy charge to this team. And I feel like they're going to look and go, fuck, that's the Sheriff of old. And goddamn, Dave, he got the shit beat out of him right from the get-go to the point that I don't know that he can be part of this roster moving forward. No. He he looks to me... From a combat sports angle, Dave, he looks like a guy that got knocked out, and we've all seen it, boxers or MMA guys. Yeah. When you get hit on the chin and you get knocked out like he's done a few times, dude, it's really hard to get back up. I don't know that he can get back up wearing that uniform. He may have to go somewhere else and get a fresh start. Well, I agree with you 100%. Hold on a second. Are you saying trade him? Oh, I think he's done. Oh shit! All right, so hold on. <laughs> now you just took it a couple different but angles. Saying, but I'm not saying, Dave. It, it's not coming from a spot of anger. I want to okay. be really, really clear. Yeah, I'm fine. not like, I'm not like he sucks. Get rid of him. It's not that. I look at that and I go, dude. If I'm if I'm Preller or Tingler, yeah, Fowler, Seidler. I mean, do you really look at that guy and go, that guy's the ace? He's a four right now or a five? Yeah. I don't know what just happened to your goddamn TV.
0: My TV just went from the NBA Finals to Spanish baseball. I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck is happening. Well, it's probably the Paddock family
1: mad at me. Oh my god!
0: Um, All okay. right, so a couple things is one is oh, fucking. I don't even know why that would cancel would record. Why would I baseball why are you in Spanish? Spanish? I have no idea. Um, leave it there. Hold on one second. Got to see the end of the Laker game. Dodgers, I know, just gave up a two run home run. All right, oh, so. Good. Here you go, is when they said Paddock to me, I'm like, man, this is ballsy because it's like flipping a coin with Paddock to me. And so when you look at his last outing against the Giants, it wasn't good. I mean, he gave up a shitload of home runs and you look at his history against good teams. He's never done well against good teams. When you say he's going against the Cardinals, I went, well, the Cardinals don't hit a lot of home runs. Maybe this is the perfect team. Well, then, you know, Goldschmidt <laughs> knocks one out. Yeah. But you he is, he is sit there and go, man, is this the best chance you have to basically compete today? And I, I said to, to Josh, because I'm watching the game with him, I, I know you were yeah. busy today. I said, dude, I'm picking the cards. And he goes, what are you talking about? And I said, I'm, I'm only telling you that now because I don't trust Paddock for shit. Ah. And he he got really pissed. I think he walked out of the room. Yeah. So we're, we're I'm sitting there going, and I didn't say really shit on Twitter because I, I don't want to kick guys when they're down. It's their yeah. team. But but at the same time, when you're watching Paddock and you're seeing that he has struggled against good teams like the Dodgers, and remember, the, the, I believe they played the Yankees and the Phillies last year, and you're going, oh, he's not the same guy. He needs to develop another pitch, obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: It looks like his pitches don't move enough. That everything seems a little bit too flat. Either way, he's, he's, they're squaring him up. And to the point where it almost seems like he's tipping pitches, like, hey, what the fuck? And I'm sorry, if you're tipping pitches this late into your career, what the fuck's wrong with you? I don't believe that he was tipping pitches. I just think he's yeah. getting the shit kicked out of him. But I, I straight out would have gone Garrett Richards. I would have gone with a guy who's a veteran that's throwing 97 that – has I know he doesn't play in a shitload of big games, but I would have yeah. gone with the veteran over over Paddock. And I feel like if the Padres season ends in this series, the Padres have no one to blame but themselves for not giving them the best opportunity to win Game One. But
1: I don't think they look at Richards. And you heard, God damn, Rick Sutcliffe is the fucking worst. He's gotten worse. And God, stop calling people partner. I'm done with but that. Hey, shit. partner. <laughs> God, I had a conversation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna protect the innocent, not say who it was. But I had a conversation yesterday with somebody. We are talking about this broadcast, and I said what we had mentioned on a uh, couple of nights before, which is how great would that game have been with Mudden or Silva yes. today? They would have been perfectly capable of calling down the middle. Sutcliffe, I don't really know him in a few dealings with him. He's always been a nice guy, but he's that guy that has to fucking get approval. He's the 10th grader trying to catch the eye of the cheerleader, and it's insane. And I said to this friend of mine yesterday, I'll bet you $20 that at some point tomorrow we hear Eddie Vedder. (laughs) And, of course, we fucking heard Eddie Vedder. God, shut up. He just fucking annoys the shit out of me. And it's not – he wasn't anti-San Diego at all. It wasn't anything like that. I just – we got one guy in North Carolina – Never seen this fucking team, and we got Sut all slouched up in Cardiff in his dad's suit, and you're like, <laughs> "What are we doing?" But, but for me, Dave, I just thought, uh, I mean, in hindsight, okay. But you're gonna give the sheriff a go at it, and and but I thought Sut said something today that I'll give him credit for. Is he said Garrett Richards is like Drew Pomeranz, where they just don't—they're not starters anymore. They kind of are bullpen guys, and there must just be something with Tingler and Preller that goes, dude. Garrett Richards isn't a starter anymore. But he was a starter for the Padres the entire year until he, the
0: last couple of weeks when they're trying to make him a bullpen guy, assuming that you would have. But he LeMatt wasn't and, very good. And Clevenger, I,
1: was, not that Paddock was great, but. Dude, Richards, I mean, that game, Dave, what was it? The second game of the doubleheader against Seattle, when you have that incredible comeback and you score five or six runs in the ninth at home and everybody goes crazy, when you have half hour off, the whole town's buzzing and Garrett Richards doesn't get out of the first inning.
0: No, that's true. He didn't get out of the first inning. So the, the, the Padres... The way I look at it, and if you and I were doing the old days where we used to do Padre talk with you know when Bochy was managing and everybody yelled at Bochy for a shitty lineup, this was not a Jace Tingler lineup. This is a front office lineup. And that's the way it is now. And people always go, ah, fucking Jace, what are you doing? It doesn't go that way. The computer spits out the lineup, your best chance to win. I just didn't think Paddock was your best opportunity to win. I thought it was a coin flip when they announced that he was the starter. And at the same time, it just didn't work out well for them. You take away that first inning – And it's a different ballgame. I mean, it was such a a punch to the gut of going, fuck, man, we're playing from behind and we haven't even swung yet.
1: He looked good in the second, and you thought if he can settle in and you do what the pod's and they come back, they get one, they get two. And then, Dave, by the third, you looked at him and you go, he just doesn't have it. No. And I don't know what happened to him. But that was a kid that a lot of his success was based on his mojo, Having a little bit of swagger, a little bit of edge, the whole thing, and I don't know that he. I mean, how does he get that back in San Diego? I don't know that he does, man. What do you think you would get for him? I, I mean, I mean I, that's
0: what I'm he, saying. His value is to be
1: part for, of a deal. He,
0: you really think they trade him? I don't think they trade him. What do I, you do with him? I, I think you, you have to have someone that develops him. Look, Larry Rothschild, I think is one of the coaches you change out. He there's a be. reason why he wasn't coaching with the Yankees anymore. You know, things have changed. I mean, they talk about it all the time and as far as d- different stats and analytics and the way people look at things. Larry Rothschild is is an old dog. And, he should and, be and, gone. And they have the wrong guy. I mean, there's a reason why the Yankees, as good as they are, saying you're out, we're bringing in a high school pitching coach who understands analytics, and that's what the Yankees did. Now, I understand the Yankees' bullpen wasn't what they thought they were going to be an outside of Garrett Cole. They're a shitload of question marks on what's going on. But if for um, for for the Padres and, and Paddock, I, I don't know what you do. Honestly, I believe Chris Paddock's brother doesn't do him any help. Um, you know, but who when follows it, that guy? It, well, he jumps in. We'll follow you. Like he will just go after you. I randomly. actually sent him a message w-
1: today. Did you? Yeah, I sent Did he him write a message. You back? Uh, no, but I sent him a message because I love that somebody screenshot it. And look, I'll I'll take it. I was heartbroken today, man, because I I sent him. Uh, one of our our listeners sent a thing that said, hey, before he was the sheriff, before he was the opening day guy, anything else, he was the guy that Datsa told us was going to be special. And let's hope that he's that guy today. I go, God damn, wouldn't that be great? Yes. And I just sent him a message. I've never talked to that guy. I don't know him at all. I said, hey, man, we were in on him from day one. And I said, I'm excited for this today as a fan. And here's hoping he's got plenty more playoff starts. I genuinely, because we were excited about him. We watched him come up through his career. And that's why I say, I, I think you look to move him. And I just, unless Dave, you're unless you go, dude, Richards got shelled here. Pagan got shelled here. Uh, Paddock's getting shelled here. Maybe Larry Rothschild isn't the answer. And if you change out the pitching coach, then I have the right to reverse my mind and say, yeah, get a new guy in. Fuck, even if it's Darren ballsley coming back, then you go, okay. But something has happened that took away his mojo, and I don't know how you get it back. That kid wants to be an ace. And right yes. now, when you look forward, you go, it's going to be Clevenger. It's going to be Lamette, right? Yes, then you go probably Gore. I mean, you yes, hope. You hope. Then maybe Patino. You hope. Is he so now? Paddock's a five. Maybe. maybe. I don't think he's a bullpen guy.
0: Maybe. Maybe he's a five. And hell, they Davies has completely shocked everybody. Oh
1: shit! I, I completely missed Zach Davies. You're right. So now you go. Hang on, Clevenger, uh, Lamet, Zach Davies. Right. And then you go. God damn Gore and Patino. Yeah, Dave. You don't even have a spot for him.
0: Well, here's the deal, Patino. own Yeah, and and, and Patino is one of those guys that obviously needs work. He's young. I mean, he throws sure. almost 100 miles an hour. He's young. He, to me, it's too many uh, too many four seamers, which means the ball stays flat, and mm-hmm. and he needs more movement. I mean, if Pedro Martinez says this guy is a lot like me, and we all say he looks like you know Pedro, we're all saying that Gore looks like he could be a Kershaw type guy. You 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 think well things are in good hands. I don't know if you you throw them away. To me, you develop another pitch and you figure out exactly what what's going on. The deal is he usually has the ability to throw strikes, mm-hmm. but right now he is getting tagged and he's gotten tagged against good teams now for two years. His brother went after me a, a year ago and I d- didn't bother. And d- that doesn't bother me, but I'm like, dude, this is one of those when your brother's not playing well, you don't just go after attacking everybody in San Diego, and my my comment was hey, what's the deal with the deputy? He's not so much a sheriff anymore, and he lost his shit. He got, he got, got, like all, that. Up. He got all upset. We well, just said you trade the fucker. So, I would. So here, here's the, the issue with the pods. Right now you have to win the next two games, and you can. This is a Cardinal team that's not unknown for hitting a lot of uh, home runs or scoring a bunch of runs. And that we all know that they've had to play a shitload of doubleheaders, and their bullpen has been stressed. That you can go out and compete. Now, you're right. Losing Lament and Clevenger is gigantic. Yeah. And, and you hope it's not one of those where the injuries are more serious than they're even letting on now. Because the worst thing – this is the worst time if you're a pitcher to have a serious arm injury where, let's say, oh, shit, you're having – you need surgery. Now you're going to miss all the 2021 too.
1: Yeah, 18 months. Yeah, you're you, gone. You don't, want, you're... you don't want that move at all. No. So
0: we, we all hope those guys come back because right now the, the organization's – Going in the right direction for the first time in a, yeah. in a long time.
1: Not nah, big. Today sucked. Yeah. Like, it, it did. Um, I mean, shit. And then he just got... Shit. I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sick of hearing. And, and I heard it today from Cantera <laughs> That, hey, if we get five out of Paddock, if we get five out of any starter, that's a great start. That's where we're at now? Five innings for these Fuckers. <laughs> We can't go seven anymore? Like, I thought seven. I thought eight used to be a good start, Dave. Now we settle for five?
0: Because nobody, the the deal is they don't want you to see the lineup three times. That's the deal. They don't want you to see the lineup three times. Well, the way it started today, Tommy Edman was going to bat nine times. God. Fucking, he saw him in the first two innings. (laughs) You're like, this guy's on pace for nine at-bats.
1: But, uh, I I mean, look, uh, I'm a little on edge.
0: Yeah, you had a bad sports day.
1: God, I've had a bad sports week. The Vikes are shit. The Raiders are shit. The fucking twins. I hate that team with a passion. Biggest bunch of pussies.
0: Dude, I'm so pissed off at your twins.
1: God damn it. Dude. Dude. They got to change that whole fucking team, too. What do you, okay? I'm going to ask you there. What do you do with that fucking team? That whole fucking team is, I mean, it sucks that Donaldson goes down with the calf yeah. injury. And he
0: was the guy that said, we're done losing series. And yeah. he couldn't even play in the series.
1: I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened to Buxton today. And then he comes in late to be a pinch runner, gets picked off, was to know at the plate. Like, what are you doing, asshole? <laughs> Dude, they need to, I mean, they got guy. when your best guy is 51 years old, like Nelly Cruz, yeah, that's a problem, in <laughs> my opinion. That might be an issue. God damn. They uh, just, you know, they've changed guys out. They went to Rocco Baldelli. They changed the manager. They've changed the front office. They've done a lot of different guys to change the culture there. 17 straight. 18? Like, 18. Whole, it's eighteen. Is it at eighteen? It was Seventeen now? yesterday. No, is that right? Yeah,
0: today was eighteen.
1: God damn!
0: That's uh, the it's the craziest uh, sports stat I've ever seen. Yeah, to lose eighteen straight postseason games.
1: Yeah, different managers, different, different players. players. Everybody changed out. And and it, it wasn't
0: the Yankees this time. What frustrates no. me is not only did they lose. I gotta, It's funny how many friends I have who are big Twins fans. I mean, yeah. honestly, not just you. Yeah. Probably, I know about 15 that are giant Twins fans who yesterday were saying, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. No. And then. And then
1: to lose to that fucking team. Dude, that's what pisses me off. Right. You lose and, to the Indians. You lose to the Marlins. Yeah. You lose to the Rays. And you know Anybody. Where, and you know where the Astros go next to play? Dodger Stadium. Yeah. I mean, what great. the fuck? Right there. They're just going to lay right I in your bed. I not believe. They are. They're going to they're they're lay right gonna in your They're probably
0: going to be bag. in the Dodger uh, clubhouse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's their own clubhouse. You know what they're going to do? They're just going to go up. They're going to eat in the Vin Scully press box, and they're not even going to clean up after themselves. When everybody shows up next year, there'll be nothing but dried mustard on the table. <laughs> You'll be like, what is this shit? They won't even rinse out their glasses. Oh, now, my gosh. I it's It's so... Like the Cubs lose today, the Marlins yeah. is wild, right?
0: That one I was rooting for the Marlins because of Glenn.
1: Yeah, Indians get off to a huge lead, and then they're gonna they're gonna be done. It's like it's just it's so fun. Do the- you like, do you like the three game series? Yeah, I do. You, you do? Yeah, because look, the Twins could play nine. They could play best <laughs> in nine. They'd lose five straight. They're just God. shit.
0: I, I, I'm not a fan of this three game series, and, and just for the reason is the Astros got in with a losing record. I, and like the, but they
1: won they went on the road I, and they beat I, I a team it. with a great home record that hits a ton of home runs and they shoved it right in the fucking twins face
0: they did and
1: they, uh, i have no problem they kicked the shit out of the it's twins. like
0: right now where we have the the dodger brewers a game it's three two dodgers right now in this game yeah. but tim kirchigen said that the brewers have not had even a 500 record all year you know, he sucks, too. Li-
1: he was such a little bitch yesterday. What, what, what do you say? The- what did I miss? I mean, Carl Ravage is so bad. Yeah. Carl Ravage sucks. I don't get the hype for Eduardo Perez. I think he's shit. He is. And Kirk Jen just cried the blues about teams getting in and this sucks. And why aren't we playing with the runner on second if we did it during the regular st- Shut up, asshole. A lot of us just want to watch playoff baseball. Right, you little fucking shrimp! <laughs> Jesus, God, he's such a douche. Carl Ravage trying to tell his jokes—it was just the ESPN broadcast. Vasquez and Arod were good; they are good. I like that today. Um, the Padres was shit. Um, I don't know who's doing Dodgers tonight. It's uh, it, I believe it's Ravage and Kirchigen. If
0: I'm not Kirk-gen. mistaken. Kerchian. Kirk yeah, kirk kirkutin.
1: Yeah, you can fuck.
0: That's I'm why. I, that's why it. I roll. Just relax, all right. <laughs> all right, just roll. calm down. Well, I my feel... Lakers won and my Titans beat your Vikings. So shit. How all about right. That? I'm a... <laughs> and we and we left you with COVID.
1: I know. We brought dead. COVID to your city
0: and we walked out. God
1: damn it. <laughs> Don't correct me. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, we're circling back to Paddock. I can't believe you think bringing back. I don't think I. I just don't know what you'd get for him right now. I I don't think you start Paddock in the media softball game right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you start him against Rich Herrera and Derek Togerson, and you can have Brett (laughs) Boone hitting third. I don't think those three fuckers. God, it bums me out, Dave. I, it just does because he genuinely is a guy I've cheered for the whole time. Yeah. So that's why, like, he just may need to go somewhere and recharge the energy, recharge the battery. Or maybe you're right, and they get Larry Rothschild out of here, and that, and that. Could How old be. is
0: Paddock? Do you know?
1: Oh, dude, he's a kid. Was yeah, what what he I'm 24?
0: Saying, yeah, you don't give up on a on a guy's 24. What, what if he end up trading to the Indians and ends up being like Shane Bieber? You're gonna go fuck or Corey Kluber in a two si Yanks,
2: right?
1: Yeah. Well, fucking Bieber couldn't get anybody out yesterday.
0: I'm trying to think. I mean, if you, you fuck, dude, I don't even know where you trade him to a Texas team. I mean, I have no idea what you do. I wouldn't trade him. I I, I wouldn't give up on him. Well, I would I would work on another pitch for so, him and then and then say we got to fix it because he. I mean, Manny. he passes the eyeball test. He, he throws strikes. He's not one of these. He's a big dude. I mean, it seems like he has everything. It's just not working right now. I mean, uh, right now, I hate to say it, he's Luis Perdomo.
1: and oh, you absolutely <laughs> move him. That's the worst thing you've ever said about somebody. My God, you should be ashamed. He is not Perdomo. He's not. And the other thing is, too, Dave, what I look at, I, I liked what they said Uh, There were a couple things on the broadcast that I actually did like today. Yeah. And the more I watch Nola, the more I like him. Yeah. And I'm so glad that dipshit Hedges is out of here. And I don't think Mejia has any kind of future here. So I, I can't tell you about Camposano. I don't know enough from him from a catching standpoint. But I do like Nola being here. And I was watching Nola, like ESPN kept doing a close up. Yeah. And you saw it during Pagan, where it felt like he was staring right through Pagan, like get it together. <laughs> and you go, okay, but I thought, in considering the year he has had, yeah, maybe it's going to be. I mean, what's Trevor Bauer going to get? Because uh, he's a free agent. Now Is Trevor get-
0: Bauer's interesting because he said he wants a one-year deal. He said he's only gonna sign one year contracts for the rest of his career. So do you go get Trevor Bauer on a one year deal? And so I don't think the Padres do. I think the Angels are gonna outbid Angels and Yankees are gonna throw so much money at Trevor hey, hold on, I don't want to say the Yankees, because you know that Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer hate each other. Oh. They went to UCLA together. They yeah. hate each other. So I'm not so sure the Yankees are even on the radar. But for the Angels, if you're uh if you're already, you gotta go out and offer them the moon.
1: God. And I mean, and they even, were gonna do it with Cole. They talked about doing it with Cole. They talked about doing it with uh, Strasburg. Yep. Right? Who were the other guys? Who's the other arm that went last year that signed that I'm um, trying to think that they were going to go after and get? It was Cole, and there was somebody else that they were going to go get, and I'm mind blanking on who it is. I am uh, too. And, uh, but remember?
0: Was it Zach Wheeler? Zach Wheeler ended up with the Phillies?
1: Uh Maybe. So I, I thought there was another guy. I mean, they go out and get Rendon, right? Yes, so but
0: they spent the money for the bats, but but obviously they they need the pitching. So okay, here you go. Bauer says we're going one year deal. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and for that one year deal, I want forty million dollars.
1: No, I'm not paying that. Come on, get out of here, silly. I think I think. <laughs> I think he gets the $40 million. Well, he will, but not
0: from here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to get it here. But I no. think a one-year deal for a team like the the Angels, yeah, we'll sign you a one-year deal. Yeah, uh, wow. And he said that's that's the deal. He's going to go one-year. Con- now, he said that a year ago. Yeah. And Now, who knows if he stays with that because someone's going to say, dude, I'll tell you what, instead of offering you $40 million for one, why don't we offer you seven years, you know, so-and-so?
1: If you're Fowler, Seidler, Preller tonight. I mean, look, Preller's had unbelievable success on the trade market, right? Yes. Where you look at, goes out, gets Grisham for not much, gets Cronenworth for nothing. Yep. Okay, gets Zach Davies for not much. Maybe that's where they're looking is to go and and kudos, Dave, to the the baseball ops team down there. But if you're looking right now and you're looking ahead and assuming that 2021 you're going to have the benefit of a full 162-game season with injuries and everything else, don't you think tonight you're looking going, fuck, we got to get two arms? No,
0: I, I, I don't feel that way. I think if you're going to rely on your two arms, you're coming from the minor leagues. You think you're going – you think going Patino? Uh, yeah. Uh, or Yeah, or Morion. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Morion. Okay. I mean, uh, th- th- I thought that's the point. Right, you're supposed to develop these guys. They become the guys that are controllable, and and you have them to be your franchise players.
1: Well, the only reason why I wonder if you are looking at two arms, and and now what do you do with Rosenthal? Right, because Kirby Yates can walk. Rosenthal yeah. should be your guy. Fucking hate when they bring closers in a non-save yeah. situation. It never it works. Just, it never works, and more often than not, it does what it does today and puts another run on the board. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the two-run lead becomes a three-run lead. And that run is huge. But but for me, I think Rosenthal wants to be here. Guy's showing every indication that he's fallen in love with San Diego. Goddamn guy tweeting pictures every night. He lives <laughs> he in does. Coronado looking yeah. at downtown having a blast. And I would love that. Yes. If you go and continue that stretch from – Brad Hand to Kirby Yates to now Rosenthal, fantastic. So maybe that's your top priority is re-signing him at the back end of that bullpen. But Dave, I think there might be a part, and Conniff can correct me if I'm wrong. You can. Well, not you, but miserable Padre fan, Stevie Verismo. I think, Dave, you're looking at it, and with what has happened today, not today, excuse me. But for this year, in the 60-game season, when you calculate out the math, they were on track for a 100-win yeah. season.
0: Pretty yeah. cool. Dude, it would have been a franchise record. The most they've ever won is 98
1: games. I think they look right now and go, fuck, this is our window. And our window, we go, all of a sudden, things feel a lot different. Where sure you, do. Where you go, dude, Nolan Compisano behind the plate. Hosmer, Cronenworth, Tatis, Machado feels pretty yep. goddamn good. You got to assume you've got one more year of fam. You got to assume fam's going to be better. When you go Grisham in center and then when you look at the free agent outfielders, there's not much there. I think they look at it and go, "Fuck, we'll take a we'll ride the wave with Will Myers again at yeah. 20 million. It's crazy to think." Now you go back into the bullpen, Rosenthal, Pomeranz, right all those yeah. guys. But now you go Okay, let's hope Clevenger's solid, the Mets solid. You talked about Zach Davies is there. Dave, I look at it and I think maybe they go, fuck, we got to get one more arm. Really? We got to get one more because I think we can really be solid in 21. But are we going to put everything on the shoulders of Gore, Patino, Morihone, Paddock? I don't know. That's why I wonder if you can go find another an arm, arm.
0: It's, it's going to be through a trade. Yeah. Same way they got Clevenger. It's not going to be through free agency. They're not yeah. going to spend that money. No. Um, but it, it's going to be a trade, and we've seen obviously AJ can pull it off. I mean, when he got Clevenger, who would have guessed, right? Right. So I mean, and again, a controllable guy. It would be through through a trade, and maybe hey, maybe Paddock is part of that deal. Maybe there's someone that says, you know what, we, we see something in this kid.
1: I I wonder. If, I I mean, they've been quick to pull the trigger on guys. Urias, right? Urias was going to be our guy, going to be a Hall of Famer. goddammit, yep. just give the kid a chance to play. Get that asshole out of of here. Twenty two. Right, get the fuck out of here. Dear
0: how, slappy swing. How about the fact that... Uh,
1: Hedges, oh, this yeah. guy, Horseshit. oh my God, I love him. <laughs> fuck him, get him out of here, right? I mean, Casey, don't you think there might be somebody made...
0: Yeah, it's time to trade Casey. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, it looks like the Padres have lost interest in Casey.
1: So, all that, Richards comes off the books. Yep. I mean, we got to get through the next two days, but all of a sudden, as you start looking ahead... I just, uh, I find the next two days really interesting, and I find this off season fascinating. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're right. Because it's been exciting, and they have to be recharged. I think AJ is going to be jacked up. I think Pete Seidler and Fowler are re-energized. The fan base is re-energized.
0: Fan base is great. You know, as soon as COVID's done, season tickets are going to go through the roof. Yeah. I mean, the, the fan they base should. is energized. Christmas coming up, Padre jerseys, all that shit. Absolutely. People are re-energized. And, and at the same time, the, the guys you got rid of, you, no one's sitting there saying, I wish we still had Margot or Renfro or Naylor. And Maybe Fran and, Mill, and, and, but for, I don't know where you'd play yeah. him. And, well, that's where we didn't know there was going to be a DH, right? Uh, we we didn't know what was going to happen. True. so. It's it's one of those where it's funny how the Padres they got rid of are having a great week so far in the postseason. Mm-hmm. You know, Renfro with the Grand Slam, Margot yeah. with the home run yesterday. Naylor was ridiculous against uh, yeah, Garrett. Yeah, five Gold. for five. Yeah, j- just just insane of everything that has gone on there. But there's no one that really they've traded away where you're going, man, we really fucked this up right now. You no. Know?
1: I mean, uh, watching Max Fried today is yeah, one where you go, it, fuck.
0: Well, and that was one we, we talked about eight years ago. I yeah. remember at 1090, we, we talked about it going, this guy's going to be a stud when they drafted him. Yeah. Them, but it is – I've said this to you before. I haven't heard anyone else mention it because you're in Lucas Giolito from, from the White Sox who almost threw a perfect game. Yeah. And you look at Max Fried, and then you look at Jack Flaherty. As I yeah. told you a couple of weeks ago, all three of those guys on the same high school team. Unbelievable. Is unbelievable. And they're all aces, basically their staff. The thing with Flaherty, who the Padres would probably see in game three,
1: isn't 100%. Isn't
0: yeah. it the dominating pitcher he was a year ago, and he had the ankle injury last week? Yeah,
1: he was supposed to go tomorrow now. Push Wainwright. back to, to Friday. Yep. Yeah, I, Wainwright had been talked about for three, which is wild to think he's thrown tomorrow. And just one thing on free Dave, it it evens out because every time the White Sox see Tatis player on the cover, they got to be like shit, sure. right? Like, yeah, absolutely. What would we get for him? James Shields. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: You could have been up the middle with Tim Anderson and Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, 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 would have been the best up the middle yeah. in baseball.
1: So it it evens out, right? I mean, there's there's bad deals all over, but it sucked, man. I I just uh, it was fun today watching uh, like when Machado came up, when Tatis came up, shit, Dave, when Will Myers came up, like it's just the it changed a little bit where you go, oh man, let's go Myers, like this is it's a different feeling where yeah. you don't go, oh. And Cronenworth, who I don't know what happened to him on the bases today, but still fun to watch play. And Nola, and I was cracking up when Profar just kept saying he's out. (laughs) Kept pointing at Cronenworth. I love that.
0: When he's trying to to argue the rules? Yeah. Uh, That was funny. He's out laughing. And and, uh, Molina's like, no, dude, I know the rules. Yeah. It was was pretty funny. But I I
1: like when Grisham, uh, late in the game, inside pitch, and it misses him, and then he starts acting like he could have leaned his elbow in. Yeah. Like I, dude, I like this team. I just. Uh, I chuckled when you mentioned Cronenworth because not because of the base running, but when he got
0: drilled in the back. They always say don't rub it, oh. and he throws his hand back there. Fuck, that hurt. Andrew Miller, he drilled me in the back oh, with a ninety-three mile fastball, and he put his hand wow. back there and grabbed it like a kid in minor B. It was funny as shit. Like uh, Will Farrell in old school yeah. when he shoots himself <laughs> in the neck. Ow, is that bad? Dude <laughs> You got a fucking dart in your neck. <laughs> um, all right, so here's here's my question for you. When we do okay. our next show, which will be either Sunday or Monday. Monday. Okay, Monday. Um, are the Padres still in the postseason?
1: Uh yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. I, I can't say no. Dude, that was that like I just uh God man, I just wanted for four paddock. Yes. I wanted that first inning. I I just I'm sitting there and I'm like, if he can be old school paddock in this first inning, or for a couple innings, I I just think it would have recharged that whole bench. Yeah. I, I Dave, I think there's a little something to one of your guys just getting pounded, and and I think I don't know. I mean, it's an emotional game, and it's not like they were fluke hits. Like, they were lining the yeah, ball off of up. Paddock and squaring him up today. And it, I just felt bad, man. I felt bad because for the last couple of years, we were ready for these kind of days. Game one of the playoffs, back in it, Paddock on the mound, the way we thought about Kevin Brown or Peavy or I, I don't know. I mean, those are the two guys that come to mind. Uh, Ashby was great in the playoffs. And he just uh he just doesn't have it, and it bums me out
0: all right, so here's a couple things for you. We all know the Dodgers are the number one rival of the Padres. Mm-hmm. If the Cardinals closed this thing out. Where did the Cardinals rank on teams that you
1: hate? Oh right there right, they gotta be yeah, I mean they' yeah, right ruined there. so many
0: fucking dreams,
1: yeah, um yeah, I mean they're St Louis nice, <laughs> they are.
0: Did you have a, a bet with your friend about, besides Eddie Vedder, about when does uh, Sutcliffe mention how great the fans are? Hey. He did it. He, hey, yeah. dude, let me
2: tell you.
1: This fucking Sutcliffe, God. <laughs> I can't believe they make us listen <laughs> to that guy. Dude, there was a lot of, like, porn shit in, in the
0: broadcast today.
1: A lot was of what?
0: A, a lot of, everything was like. It was coming in on the hands, you know. Whoa, Dave! Pounding it. It was like I'm like, man, there's a lot of like sexual references here more than than, than most cases. What you over doing? and over again? I'm like, that's right. Would I Tommy? Said. Would Tommy like Tommy that? Hart? We're like, no, little Tommy would have not liked that. Not little but Tommy. Sublime. Like, so are we watching this on ESPN? Or are we watching it on the hub? Because what the fuck's happening here? I'm just there's a, there, there's a lot. I of it. didn't hear that. I heard the reference from Sutcliffe when he said, "Hey, it's okay, you're just my stepsister," and I went, "What?" And then what? I was like, hey, wait a second. This
1: is a little bit over the top.
2: Uh, that, so I, I did didn't hear that. that. <laughs> he
1: didn't say that. Dude, how about Pedro Gomez? Like, why is he there? Why is he there? Just jumping in. I have something to say. Yeah, Sud, I tell you, it's <laughs> just completely off mic. And he was the only asshole that was there. Why couldn't those two dipshits <laughs> be there? Why couldn't Sud be there? Sud so was in San
0: Diego. Why didn't he shake his ass down the freeway?
1: Yeah, why wouldn't they let him in? He's not going <laughs> to do any more games after this. God, just <laughs> terrible. And and like I said, just moving around and hearing some of the different ones, I stand by what I said the other day. These broadcasts would have been so much better if they would have just stayed with the local guys. I wish they did. Yeah. I wish I w- I wish they did. Um,
0: one one twin thing for you, because mm-hmm. uh, not to keep uh, basically opening the wound, uh, Polanco's throw yesterday, were you like, oh, my God. It was weird. I just he- watched a thing on MLB Network about Alan Trammell that yeah. morning, and it was talking about how the one thing about Trammell, he always got his feet underneath him. Yeah. And oh, it, wow. And it was so strange. I've never seen this clip on shortstops, and they kept going back to Trammel as a San Diego guy, and I go, oh, this is pretty cool. And then Polanco just doesn't get his I mean, you've seen that play all year long, and uh-huh. you haven't seen one guy fuck it up. No. But with two outs in the ninth inning, he fucks it up.
1: There, There's – I mean, look, he's been a great player for that team. Yes. Great player. But I, if I'm Rocco Baldelli, the conversation that I'm having with him is, look, man, if you make that throw in the third inning of a fucking game in the middle of May yeah, and it costs us a run, I'm probably really pissed. Yeah. But what the fuck? We're in the middle of May. Dude, we're in a best two out of three. And the game's on the line. Fundamentals, dude. And you're dicking it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> goddamn. Say, say- Like, what the fuck? Throw the ball, you dipshit. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my office. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Yeah, you mentioned fundamentals, and I had to go to Carlsbad today. Yeah. And I had uh, Corey Provis and Dan Gladden on there, the radio team for the Twins. They were so pissed when Buxton gets picked off. Dan Gladden, pretty good player, guy who made a lot things happen, you're on first base to steal. Yeah, You are 100% there to steal, not waiting for Cade to drop one in and try to get to third. That's your job. And uh, and he gets picked off, and and Gladden came back, and he said, you know what this series was? He said it was fundamentals. And he said the Astros executed at every opportunity – and the twins never did. Yeah. He said they pitched better, they hit, they situation hitting was fantastic. He said the way the Dusty utilized his bullpen was great and he goes, "They just flat out outplayed and outclassed the Twins for 2 days." Yeah, that's true. And look man, that team and we all hate them. But and I don't know what the fuck's going on in the Twins' head, but um Yeah, the Astros just – I never felt – like, today with the pods, I felt like they're going to come back and win this game, and they're going to steal this game, and it's going to be great. And I I felt felt that way way, the whole way, too. All the way to the ninth. And watching the Twins the last two days, even when they had the lead, maybe because they had bases loaded in the first both days and couldn't do anything about it, but there wasn't a time when I felt like the Twins were going to win, and I think that's a problem because if I'm sitting – 2,000 miles away and feeling it. Dave, I I feel like everybody felt it. And you know who else felt it? Without a question, the Astros. Yeah. The Astros were like, these fucking teams are going to (laughs) be. Please. (laughs)
0: This fucking team. It's uh a... disappointing because I know a lot of people, man, love – I'm one of those guys. I love watching Twins baseball. They're fun to watch. Yeah. And and as I said, I have a lot of friends who are Twins fans. And they're one of those teams that's not a threatening team. Not like – you know what I mean? They aren't the Yankees. They aren't the Dodgers where you just root against them because it seemed like everything always goes their way. Yeah. It's not one of those teams. They're one of those teams you root for. Just like for me at least in 87 and 91, I was rooting for the Twins because they were a story. And they're playing teams like the fucking Cardinals and they're playing teams like the Braves. And you're like, fuck these two teams.
1: But the, the difference with the 87 and the 91 team is uh, 87 and 91, you look at it and you go, man, you didn't have any pussies on that team. No. And this team's got a few pussies on it. They really do. They they just got guys where you go, I think Buxton's a puss. I think Sano's a big puss. And uh, I look at those guys, and, and when I look back at the teams that won, I mean, I mentioned Gladden. I mentioned Puckett, right? Brunansky. Yeah. Gayetti, Herbert Gagney, Herbeck, Gagne, Herbeck yep. uh, Viola, right? Um Jack Morris. Dude, they they were guys that were gonna come out, we're gonna fight you. Brian Harper would fight you. And uh Knobloch was pretty solid. Lombardozzi was solid, but this I mean, this current team, and I, I would hope that the front office looks at and goes, dude, some of these yeah. guys are pussies. Josh Johnson not, but just basically tore the calf muscle and couldn't play. Yeah. And I like that they went out and got him. They just need about six more guys that I came, and they'll be fine. Six more, six more guys
0: that can sit there and and pull their weight. It, it's it's very interesting the way baseball again is how it's broken down. This best of three, anything can I do can, like it can though. happen? Do you like it? It's, yeah, it for I like me, the I, extra I, teams. I wish it was five. I just wish it was five.
1: No, nah, I, I don't need that. And
0: I, so you say that now until you get eliminated.
1: No, I mean the pods could get eliminated tomorrow. That's what but, I'm saying. But but they're playing at home. They. Knew what they needed to do for the roster. They put together the roster that they felt gave them the best chance to win. And if you get beat two straight, then adios, Amiga.
0: <laughs> and it was a great 60 days. Uh, right? Fuck, no. <laughs> Come on. You love the 60 days.
1: The 60 days was great, but it's like uh, what, Mystic River. Mystic River was that movie with Sean Penn and Kevin Bacon.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and, like, mean, let's say it's a two hour movie. Yeah. Unbelievable movie for an hour and 50 minutes. And then the last 10 minutes was just a pile of horse shit right in your path. And you don't look at that and go, well, for an hour and 50 minutes, it was really great. You go, no, that was bullshit. Put that anywhere. Um, it sucked. I will say this. Quick movie thing while I think of okay. it. Anybody who has Showtime, and if you don't, get it for 10 bucks for a month. You have Showtime, right? Yeah, I do. Did you watch the Comey rules? I haven't seen it yet. God damn, is this good. It is so good. Jeff Daniels plays James Comey. Um, the casting, this guy Brendan Gleeson, we've all seen him. Irish guy that you're used to seeing with long hair, big shaggy beard. He was in Mr. Mercedes. Dude, this guy plays Trump. It's unbelievable. And it takes you, it's James Comey's story from starting with the 2016 election and the Hillary Clinton emails, the situation that Comey found himself in, why they Weiner uh, showing his dick, And how that fucked everything up. And it really compromised the FBI and what they had to do and why they had to reopen the investigation 15 days out. That's part one. And then part two, Trump shows up. And it's the relationship between Comey and Trump. And look, it's based on Comey's book, but Comey's a lifetime FBI guy. Yeah. Those guys with a stellar record of being a straight-up lawman, straight shooter, and it's all this different shit. Mike from Breaking Bad's in it. All these different guys. The casting is so good. Um, You guys all know the guy who plays uh, Andy McCabe, the assistant FBI director. It's the guy that was in uh, House of Cards. He's been in a bunch of shit where you guys are, oh, I know that guy, I know this guy. And uh, it's two parts Each one, two hours. It's absolutely unbelievable. And you just go, I don't know where we're going. But it it gives you a different perspective of what was going on in the FBI and why shit. Like, I remember in 2016, you and I talking going, what the fuck is Comey doing? Like, why? Well, now you watch it and you go, dude, he had no other choice. He had to do it. And they told him, you're dead. You know this, right? You're dead either way when this happens. And uh, it's on Showtime, Comey rules, two-part, fucking fantastic. How long is
0: it? Is it four hours?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay. But, I mean, it goes really, really fast, really well acted. Jeff Daniels, big fan of. Jeff Daniels is maybe one of the more underrated actors, right? Absolutely. I mean, he can be in Dumb
0: and Dumber and then do something like this.
1: Yeah. And they said he was uh, Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway. And they said he was great. On that. So um Jeff
0: Daniels reminds me of Mud when I watch Dumb and Dumber.
1: Mud with talent. Yes. yes. Yeah, like a Mud could remember lines. Yeah. Oh, you just mean Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber reminds yes. you of Mud? I can yes. see that.
0: He throws the snowball off the off the girl's face as hard as he can. This overreacting. Right. Blowing up the toilet.
2: That's right. all
1: that's all mud. That's all mud. <laughs> I missed him today, man. I missed him. I missed Everybody Orsillo did. today. God. Everybody did. Can you believe, as much as I love Larry Lucchino, who's unbelievable, Larry Lucchino thought that that Mel Proctor and Rick Sutcliffe were the number one team here. Yeah. And they could have had Wayne Hagen. <laughs> but Wayne and Mudd would have been... Wayne and Mud would have been really it good. Been Wayne good. went to state; he would have been good. He was voice of the Rockies. That's who it was supposed to be. And eventually, they got it figured out. And Vasquezian got here. Sut moved on. Yeah. And uh, I love Mel, but it just Mel and, Mel's great. But Mel and Mud were never a, a match. No,
0: you got to have someone with a sense of humor that gets Mud because Mud's yeah. Mud's a talent without a doubt. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams? Dan Williams is the guy that wants to help get you out of debt. So many people right now are trying to figure out what's going on. I get this question all the time about people saying, how well do you know Dan? I go, I know him really well. As a matter of fact, I call him all the time. Jeff calls him all the time. One of the best moves you can make is to give Dan a call and see where you're at financially. Also, if you're in the rental market and you're looking to buy your first home, Dan's the guy to help you do it. 858-688-6813. His number again is 858-688-6813.
1: Well, and again, Dave helps me out by refusing. Why do you hate charity? (laughs) I love charity. Do you? You don't mention anything about it. I find that interesting. What can you? What What do you have
0: to prove that you like charity? Well, I'm doing a charity uh, walk this Saturday for Alzheimer's. By yourself
1: for, for, for Alzheimer's. I'm just going to walk Plaza Bonita by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, a week from tomorrow, will be on his way to Atlanta, GA, because he's riding 330 miles from Atlanta to Jacksonville at October 8th through 10th. He is raising money for the Navy Seal Foundation that supports the Honor Foundation. We would love you to make a donation to support Dan riding 330 miles. Go to SanDiegoLending.us. There's a donate now button right there. Dave, how much have you donated you personally to this? I point? haven't done it yet. Oh wow. When It's all Take said and done.
0: I'm gonna ask Dan. What do you need, Dan? I'm going one dollar more than our friend Larry Thomas threw in. <laughs>
1: San Diego US. I hope Larry donated I know, a thousand. I just think lo-
0: lo- Larry you might want to
1: check that big, big shot. Uh, it's a big shot. <laughs> uh, Atlanta to Jacksonville, October eighth through tenth. You can donate San Diego and and uh, all that money, like we said, going to the Navy SEAL Foundation. It supports the Honor Foundation, and I just I couldn't be a bigger fan of Dan for what he's doing next week, but also. Because you have the opportunity to pay down your bills, borrow smart, repay smart, do it. It is such a great way to go through life being debt free, especially when I talked to somebody the other day and they told me I'm twenty four thousand dollars in credit card debt. Jesus. And they're telling me they're going to charge it off. What does that mean? Well, what that means is every call that you've gotten from a credit card company is about to magnify by 10 because they're going to sell that off to a collection agency And the guys at the bank have some kind of soul. The people who work at the collection agency have no soul at all, and they're going to ruin your life. So just uh, at least try to by getting you on the phone and screaming at you. Don't let that happen to you. Call Dan. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Absolutely. After you call Dan and you're ready to go and ready to buy that home, you're going to call Brian Curry. He's, again, he's with Caldwell Banker. He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County. For more than 20 years, he's the best in the business. There's no one that knows San Diego County better than Brian Curry. Whether you're looking to sell or you're looking to buy, find that perfect home. Brian Curry is the guy that we use. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Dave, I've figured out where I want to live. It took me forever. I can't believe I've lived here Uh, well over 30 years, and it just happened to me tonight. And I am so thrilled Because I think I'm going to be the first and only resident on the San Clemente Islands. Because, God damn it, everywhere you go, it's 98 degrees. So you just got to go further west, right? Well, I went to Carlsbad today. It was 92. Where can I go west of that? The fucking San Clemente Islands. I can't wait. I'm going to build a teepee out there. I'm going to have a little manufactured home. It'll be great. Put a little drive-in theater Maybe a little uh, random smoke shop that my son can work at, put a liquor store in. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to be the first resident on the San Clemente Islands as I try to get west and run away from the heat. Uh, No fucking way any of you are joining me, but you can at least take my old spot in PB. And if you want to live in PB, it's pretty fun. Uh, You call Brian Curry, you tell him Dave and Jeff sent you, and before you know it, You'll have a brand new zip code and a brand new way of life. You'll love it.
0: <laughs> that
1: perfect pool, guess what? It
0: is oh, hot as shit. It's gonna be shit. hotter <laughs> even tomorrow. Guess what, Taylor May Pools? They can fix your problems for you. If you don't have that perfect pool and you're waiting for it, you can need to call Alan Taylor at Taylor May Pools. His number is 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Again, nothing like having your own pool. I bet you wish you would have made this call a year ago because he would have been set yeah. for COVID and this heat wave.
1: Did you just say it's going to be hotter
0: tomorrow? It's supposed to be hotter tomorrow.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it.
0: When you watch Dak Marty just sit there and yell, fuck you. I says, don't even hear what she gonna, says. I know.
1: I don't either. She's like Charlie Brown's teacher, but I swear to God. How about the voice on that kid, huh? Hoof-da. <laughs> That's magic, man. That girl is magic. Nothing wrong there. You know, I booked her on the show. Yeah, I was here. Were you?
0: <laughs> you didn't hear me either.
1: Yeah. Uh, you can hear that show, by the way, on... I don't know where all of our shows are on the website. I don't know where they are. They're on the iHeartMedia podcast. or on the Apple podcast. They're, they're basically anywhere you can hear a podcast. Except for DaveAndJeffShow.com. Because uh, I went to send those links out. We have shows from 1914 in there. But if you do go to our website, I would encourage you to do it. Because the shows are everywhere. But you know what's not everywhere? That sponsor page. And when you go there and you see what Alan Taylor has done for so many of your neighbors, you know the ones, that when you knock on the door, they're like, Shh! It's the fucking Woods kid again. Don't let him in. Just quiet. Well, who should I let in? Well, Judd, Mike, John Schaefer. Uh... Just anybody but Woods. I don't want to sit here and have him tell me all about the band Fish. Please. (laughs) Jesus. Worst band of all time. God, the worst, right? Um, But go to DaveAndJeffShow.com because on the sponsor page, you're going to see what Al Taylor has done. Oh, my God. Those pools you look at and you go, these are goddamn amazing. And then you realize, hey, he not only can do it for your neighbors, he can do it for you too. Pick up the phone. Give him a call. Notice the difference and then uh, give us a call. We promise we won't bring Woods. <laughs>
0: the guy you need to talk to. The reason why I need to talk to. The, you need to talk to him because he's so damn busy right now. He's, Camping. He will take your he will take your call, but he's having a hard time putting our most updated shows up on the website. It's Kyle Flicker. I blame you. You guys right now are calling him. You guys are trying to fix your websites, trying to start brand new websites. Kyle Flucker's busy. Maybe it's because his Cubs are just in the postseason. And they lost. Yeah, they did. 619-500-6621-6621. Funny, we said we're rooting for Glenn because the Marlins, but our buddy Kyle over here with a big W behind his head every time we do a Zoom call,
1: <laughs> we just blow him right off. Oh, no. 619-500-6621. I do like both of those teams. I'm I'm cheering for Geff because Flukes isn't an employee of the Cubs. You're just a fan. Yes, but and we do know the president of the Cubs really well. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not a subscriber. Yeah. Yes. And the radio voice of the Marlins is. So that's where my loyalty goes. <laughs> um, Kyle Pfluger will do great things for you. And you just you have to have a website that competes. People are at home. I don't think we're going back into the office full-time until November. And Dave mentioned it. There's a charity walk coming up this weekend. We we're all going to be a part of it, Dave. I don't know if you're going. I'm not, even though our our dream date Lisa Ann's going to be there. I I said to Dave, I go. There's going to be nine creepers there trying to take selfies and putting their face in her boobs when she's not paying attention. I don't need to see that. I got I I have an education. I live in a house of learned doctors, and uh, I'm not doing that. Um. But if your website's not getting things done, and I, I talk about Amazon all the time. Now, Amazon has one other thing that's incredibly special. And they probably, you might not want this on your website. Tonight, I've been waiting for a book. It was going to show up today. And they're like, hey, it's delayed. Uh, it'll be here Saturday. Whoop, cancel. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck like, that. I looked at it. I go, I wasn't even going to fucking read that book for two years anyways. I'm reading Blind Vigil. Matt Coyle, best book going. So, Amazon's still great, but if you are a business that right now is surviving on customers coming in, maybe you're a restaurant, maybe you're retail, man, you have to look and say, everybody is going to Amazon number one. What can we do so that if they're not going to Amazon, they're coming to us? Kyle Fluger can help you get there.
0: Absolutely. All right, got a question for you before we get to how older and then how much are yep. they worth. Lakers won tonight. In uh, a blowout over the Heat in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. But the question is, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit the other day, is that uh-huh. you have Tyler Hero, who's with the Heat, and you have yeah. Kyle Kuzma, who's with the Lakers, and Kyle Kuzma's old girlfriend is now with Tyler Hero. Mm. If you're one of those guys, do you talk shit at all during the game about having the girl or not having the girl?
1: No, it's funny. Um, my The girl who was my girlfriend my senior year, dated a buddy of mine in tenth grade. But there were I like, did did they go was was it like one stop? Like did she leave Kuzma and go right to him?
0: Yes, it sounds that way. But I, uh, I'm not that, positive. That's pretty quick. But Kuzma might have dumped her. I don't know how it worked out. He might have told her hit the road.
1: See, this was like two years between when my buddy and then when I did and the thing was the girl that we dated is so cool that nobody talks shit. Like, like it was just like, she's cool. It just didn't work out with them. And it worked out better with me until I got sick of her. (laughs) And, uh, but it depends on who the girl is, Dave. I, I think if the girl's cool, like, you know, it just didn't work out. But if she's a complete pain in the ass, like, Two other girls that immediately come to mind, and neither one of them—not uh, my wife, of course. No, but I uh, listen. My wife's a fucking pain in the ass in a million different <laughs> ways. But, uh, but no, no. Like if if a guy, if my wife starts dating somebody moving forward, as long as he's cool to my kids, yeah, I'll have no problem with that at all. Because yeah. it's like, I couldn't fucking go back to that bullshit. But
0: being on the basketball floor, you wouldn't talk any kind of shit? Oh! That's if, what I'm saying. But
1: that's what I was saying. If it's one of these other two girls, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah completely. Right. You have to. Hey, See, John. Was- dude. Every time you kiss her, it's like you're kissing my dick. <laughs> Man, I told you about the speech impediment yeah, guy. Yeah, you told me. In. uh... And what the fuck was that? Work experience. Yeah. And the surfer guy said it to the guy with the speech impediment. Hey, John. Bro, every time you kiss her, it's like you're kissing my dick. Wee! I was like, oh, wow. And it went over me like I yeah. was the judge. And it was uh, <laughs> Nadell and Federer. <laughs> and I
2: was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, God damn,
1: I'm pretty ruthless, but I, I never said that. See, I wouldn't say anything
0: if it meant getting a leg up in the finals. Like, I mean, this is it. You're going for for a championship. And yeah. so if I'm Kuzma, like I'm walking by him when I take the floor and going, Hey, how's she doing? Does she still only like it in the ass? I mean, oh, you know what I mean? Dave. Of course I'm crossing the line, anything to get in that guy's head. And then he's like, well, she never lets me stick in the ass. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing with Kyle Kuzma? Just anything to make shit up to make sh- make it so he can't make a shot.
1: All right. Well, let me share with you what I got today from my pal John Conniff. John okay. Conniff does an amazing job on Mad Friars, and he's just great. And I continue to tell that the the unsung hero in the Conniff family is Mrs. John Conniff. Okay. John sent me this today. I don't think I'm I'm breaking any codes by reading the text message that he sent to me. So just remember what you just said. John writes, so I ran your could I date a porn star by my wife with the requisite snide remark by me somewhat aimed at her. She had a good response. She wrote, look at it from my point of view. All day long I'm riding in a cherry red Maserati, plush Italian leather, and it goes from 0 to 100 in 3.5 seconds. Then I come home to ride in the dented Prius with bad paint, vinyl interior, and one of us had to push it up the hills. It's not easy from the other side either. <laughs> I said, God damn it, Johnny. Connie's a good rider. I said, that's pretty fucking good. And John said, she's a mean person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I'll tell you this. And we, uh, the girl... Uh, The girl that I told you, my buddy dated, and then there was another guy that I was friends with, not nearly as close as I was with her previous boyfriend. So boyfriend one is my buddy Cheech. Then there's, you know, some time goes by. She's kind of off the market for a while. Then she goes back and dates buddy of mine number two. Okay. Nice guy. They date for like couple of months and now it's like 18 months later now she starts dating me well you know we had a great relationship you find out the boyfriend number two swinging about a two inch back (laughs) hey man you come in after that right yeah you're john carlos stanton you fucking are john carlos stanton you're like god damn I'm Pavarotti. I'm anybody, right? I can't fucking lose. <laughs> you go, I don't know why you'd be Pavarotti. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, just because you're a million-dollar singer, you're a Hall of Famer, you're Burt Jones. I don't know who else. To f- why the fuck would you be Pavarotti? <laughs> Pavarotti is probably two inches, too. What's Shit. Wrong with your head? Jesus. Who else? you come in, your Tom Byron. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm just saying, Dave. Yeah. She might tell you, hey, There's a reason why I'm with you and not with him. So tell him, close the front door.
0: (laughs) It's funny you brought up Tom Byron. I haven't
1: heard that name in a long time. My buddy Mike Sager, Mike Sager, another one of my favorite authors, Yeah. uh, San Diego guy who wrote the craziest book about the Wonderland murders, and Mike's written for Rolling Stone, GQ. I, I brought him up a couple of months ago. He wrote a book called "The Devil and John Holmes," which is all about the Wonderland murders, which is just wild. Yeah, he's fucking writing the uh, Tom Byron story. Is that right? Yeah. So if if that book ever gets published, Mike already said he lives right. He lives ten minutes from me in PB. Tom Byron does? No, Mike Sager, the guy writing the book. But he Mike writes all kinds of shit about drugs, rock and roll, porn. Dude, he's like he's like the one author you would like reading. And uh, and Mike already said, he goes, dude, if I get that book complete and shit works out, he goes, fuck, I'll come down and hang out in the garage. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's written all kinds of wild shit. Here's
0: the one thing I always notice about Tom Byron films. Yeah, There's always a scene, in every scene he's in, where he'd be in the middle of doing it. You know, he's nailing some smoking hot girl. Mm-hmm. And then he always got this pain look on his face, like all of a sudden someone kicked him in the nuts. He got a cramp? Like, always. It always looked like he was dying. Like what the fuck happened? He just talk? got a crazy charley yeah, like, horse. Yeah, like what, what just happened? He always looked like oh, I'm gonna throw up, and then and then he'd finish <laughs> out. And you're like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Is he okay? But if you ever notice, he always looks like everything's great, and then all of a sudden he has that look on his face like someone just kicked me in the nuts.
1: Dave, I don't remember we knew all. Yeah, we like, did. You knew all the guys, yeah. like everybody, not just yeah. the guys. You knew who the well they the, ran the
0: credits before and after the film too.
1: You know, like Bat- starring. Yeah. Tom Byron.
0: Yeah. Right. You, Herschel
1: already... Savage. <laughs> like, you didn't, and I don't know who any of these be like even the chicks, Ginger Lynn, Amber Lynn. Yeah. Barbara Dare. You think I'm not going to mention Genie Pepper? You're out of your goddamn mind. Jeannie Pepper's a tra- Kay Parker. But yes. now it's like, I don't know who any of them are. That's probably good, right? It, it's probably pretty good. Like I would tell you. Yeah. I mean, Lisa's retired. Yeah,
0: she's retired. Otherwise, it is. It's hard to remember who who these people Missy's are. Missy's retired. Yeah, she's retired, too.
1: Is she going Saturday?
0: Dude, you never know with her. You never know. She That's didn't show true. up last year. She, she was did? there two years ago. She didn't show up last year. All right. I have uh, how old are they, how much they're worth, and five random questions to Jeff, even though it's funny. One of the questions you've kind of answered in this thing, it's weird that you brought it up, but we'll, okay. we'll get to it. We're going, uh, we're going September... 29th is what we're going with. I think because September okay. 30th sucks. So we're going September 29th. First of all, Bum Phillips, who passed oh,
1: away. I liked old Bum. I'm going to say, uh, well, shit, Wade's got to be. Dude, I'm going to say uh, Bum's 97. Would have been 107. Is that right? Yeah. yeah.
0: He made it to 2013. Born in 1923, made it to
1: 2013. Um, like that Wade's Twitter was Bum's son, right? No, no, I'm sorry. Hold on a
0: second. I fucked this up. Okay, he was born in nineteen twenty three, so he's 97. 97. Is that what you said? Yeah. Fuck, you nailed it. All right, good deal. How much was it worth? Ten million? Man, really good. Nine million dollars. Wow. There we'll you go. Round like, that up. That's cool. Kevin All right. Durant.
1: Oh, wow. Kevin Durant.
0: Thirty two. Exactly right. Man, tonight's your night.
1: Tonight's my night. How much? Uh Hundred and sixty five million. Hundred and sixty four million.
0: Shut what up. What the fuck is going on right now?
1: Shut up. We'll round I that up I too. We'll give cheated. that one to
0: you too. All right. Okay. Calvin Johnson, former Megatron.
1: Dude, uh, was at Helix High a couple years ago for the Reggie Bush football camp. One incredibly nice guy. Wow. He chatted with my sons and they they didn't know who he was. How great he was. Or how great he was. Fuck, dude. He was such a nice guy. Yeah. Uh Huge fan of his. I'm going to say he's, because he retired young. Yeah, he did.
0: 34. 35. Oh. Dude, uh, a year younger than LeBron. How crazy is that? Man. LeBron's going to be 36 in December.
1: Uh, NFL contracts are weird. I'll say $28
0: million. $45 million. Good for him. Andrew Dice Clay.
1: Damn, dude. Dice. I'm going to say he's 60. 63. Really? Yep. So, so goddamn good in star is born. He was. Yeah, right? He was. Just cool to see that. Um. God, he was making dough and then he fell right off the face of the earth. I'm going to say uh, $8 million.
0: $10 million. Okay. I mean, you're really good. All right, this guy's a weirdo, but he's still alive. Jerry Lee Lewis. The killer, dude. Woof.
1: Ninety-seven. Eighty-five. No, oh, no way. That's what it says. Eighty-five. Is that? Wait a minute. Eighty-five? Dude, he was around in the 50s. Okay. So, wait a minute. Hang on.
0: No, he's got to be older than that. Okay. okay. I'll look it up again. I'm telling you.
1: Okay, let's say he's... Let me look this up again. Okay, let's say What did he, you say it was? I said he's got to be 90 okay. at least. I'd say was. he's 95.
0: 85 years old. What year is he born? 19,
1: 1935. Oh, shit. Well, I guess he must have just been one of those dudes that... Uh, 19 what? Nine, 1935. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, shit. I guess when he was being a... I mean, he must have found fame young, He right? sure did.
0: Okay. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Do you believe... Oh, wait.
1: I got to tell you how much the killer's were worth. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't think much. I'm going to say $8
0: million. Fifteen. Okay. $15 million. Not a bad night for you. Five random questions. Do you believe sports teams can actually be jinxed?
1: Yeah, I believe our whole city's jinxed. And I don't know what jinxed it. Um, I tell you what, I don't know what the fuck the pods are doing, having LT behind home plate. I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm shocked they didn't put Dean right next to him. Like, what in the fuck are we doing? And I said, where's Kevin Mitchell? Greatest Padre ever. Um Yeah, dude, I I don't know what's going on. Maybe we're on uh, sacred burial grounds. Like Poltergeist. Yeah, there's something, man. There's something going on in this city. I can't figure it out.
0: All right, if you could buy a franchise in any sports league outside of the NFL, which one would you choose?
1: Oh, outside of the NFL. Any franchise. I like that. Um. Dude, you're buying the Yankees. No, well,
0: okay. but I mean it would it be Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, or MLS? Those are your choices.
1: Um, God, I, I think uh, that could be MLS.
0: MLS is up 13%.
1: Great. How fun. Now I have to go to the games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to wear a scarf. You don't want to just hand it over to Landon Donovan? Wear a scarf.
1: Um, can I, pick, uh, can I pick one from each sport? Go ahead. Baseball, I'm buying the Yankees. Okay. And I think I can uh, – I mean, there's a lot of open seats with the Yankees. Baseball's up 4% from last year. NHL, I'm buying the Maple Leafs. How much do you think an
0: average NHL
1: team costs? Uh, it's going way up. They're They're going to be close to – well, I mean, the Coyotes are going to – the Coyotes, the Panthers, there's some small market teams that are going to dilute it. Only like
0: two it. teams are worth more than a billion dollars. Leafs and – Bruins and Blackhawks.
1: Dude, the Leafs are getting you a billion. Sorry, man. They're getting you a fucking i I'm just billion. saying. What do, they say? what do they have in it? At?
0: The average NHL team is $667 million.
1: Yeah, like I said, you're you're diluted by Carolina, Florida, Arizona – you try to buy the Montreal Canadiens, you try to buy the Rangers, you try to buy the Maple Leafs, it's a shitload of money. The
0: average Major League Baseball team is $1.85 million.
1: Wow. NBA. Billion, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I got you. NBA would be pretty goddamn fun.
0: NBA is up 14% from last year.
1: My NBA team, I, I, there's got to be the Lakers.
0: Right, the the Lakers. Yeah. I the mean, Lakers I win the championship now they'll have 17. 17 titles will tie the Boston Celtics.
1: I just couldn't own the Celtics. I just couldn't yeah. do that.
0: It's uh it, it was interesting. I had heard Michael Thompson was on the radio today and he was talking about different franchises and saying how the Lakers and Celtics and the Celtics won the majority of their championships with you know all when it was an all white yeah. league, basically. And yeah. then saying that um, you know, the, with the modern era that the Lakers have won ten and the Celtics have won four, but how he hmm. said, said the nba and and the lakers just a different organization the nba's average team is is 2.14 billion and a lot of but, that has to do with bomber on what he did when he people thought he overpaid for the clippers but how made bill russell win it, See, that's what i was thinking when he said that i was waiting for you to say that bill russell won 11
2: yeah
1: i mean, I mean
0: yeah I michael thompson just hates the celtics
1: yeah i mean and bill they were Ru- like
0: they were saying pat riley if he beats the lakers that that it would mean more to him than when the lakers beat the celtics in 85
1: Oh, I don't buy that,
0: and so well. Funny, uh, LeBron and Pat Riley have this weird thing. Like Pat Riley said he was going to retire and said, "No, I'm hanging around until we beat LeBron."
1: I thought uh, I heard Brian Windhorst on last night with Kaplan, and it was really good. Um, that was really cool. It just I I hear Scott Moore on seven ten. I just ten ninety. I just never think of it. But
0: no one, no one. Neither does anybody else.
1: Uh, but what Windhorst said was they are so much alike that's why they couldn't get along and they they build empires Yeah, and they have to have certain guys and I loved what Windhorse said about Riley is he said yeah right he's all about the heat the heat's in his blood until he ships off Alonzo Morning, until he ships off Shaq and he goes LeBron's team guy everybody is for the team until he traded everybody so they could get AD until he told Dwayne Wade I'm not going to play with you anymore he goes, there's so much alike. I, Dave, I think there's so much water under the bridge right now from where the Lakers were to for what Pat Riley has accomplished in Miami. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe they hate each other. I just think the funniest guy is, fuck you, Rick Buecher. Fuck Rick Buecher. Because <laughs> in 2014, Dave and I are on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, I said to Buker Hey, is Pat Riley making a huge gamble? Hey, 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 hey listen. <clears throat> Let's just save that talk. I think Pat Riley has a very firm grasp on what he's doing and how this is going to play out. We go, all right. <laughs> Fucking three days later, Rick. He's back in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, back in Cleveland. And you're just sitting there. Where's Buker now? Fox Sports it's Fargo? Fox
0: Sports. <laughs> he's, he's on with the herd and... Darren and everybody else that he's still friends with?
1: You know, Buker started here, Union Tribune. Is that guy. right? Yeah, he's, I really, know that. Good. <laughs> no, he's really good. I'm fucking around. <laughs> he fucked that one up, but I think a lot of people did. But, dude, is really good. I'm shocked he – I guess when you got Woj, like, I guess ESPN, you don't need nine of those guys, right? Yeah. But he's cool.
0: I'm. Um, it, It's funny because you look at the, the value of these franchises. I always remember the Yankees. The story is that Steinbrenner bought them for $10 million in the yeah. 70s. And then when the Dodgers were bought in 2012 for two billion, people lost their fucking mind. MLB oh, that's ridiculous! Well, the average MLB team now is 1.85 billion.
1: I guess owning the Dodgers we're, would be pretty. The
0: Dodgers and Yankees would be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. And then MLS, as I said, 313 uh, million dollars. Yeah, that's that's well, that's what I feel. But Will Farrell's one of the owners. Of I like LAFC. that. L-
1: I like that LAFC. That's and, true. and
0: it's funny how they came in and took control of the Galaxy and all that other bullshit. All right, here we go. Next question on here. If you could live the life of any athlete, who would you choose?
1: Mm. If I could live the life, any athlete, like dead or alive? Yeah, dead or alive. Um, hmm. dude, it's got to be Derek Jeter.
0: Derek Jeter's a good call. Derek yeah. Jeter's a good call. I'm going Mahomes. I'm on that dumb girlfriend that he has, but I'm going to my home. So I can't stand <laughs> her. Number one, she's not good looking, too. She, she, she talks too much, man. I mean, she's the yeah. first one on Twitter. Oh, we're still ranked number four. We're ranked number four? Yeah. How many passes did you complete on Monday
1: night? You know what? I, I'll tell you this, Dave, too, and not just because we're here. I, I actually am going to change my vote. I'm gonna, As much as I love Jeter, I'm going to change it, and I'll tell you why. I'm actually going to change it to Tatis Jr. Really? And here's why. Uh, Jeter was unbelievable, lived in New York, lived the great life, right? But the thing that I love about Tatis that I don't see in very many athletes is, I mean, legit MVP candidate, should finish in the top five, right? I mean, there's still some people that will tell you he could win it. No, which he will um, No, I know. But, yeah. I, but top five. Amazing player. He's the one guy that I look at where you go, that guy's just having fun every day. And nobody has anything negative to say about him. And I never heard anything really negative about Jeter. Yeah, but he, and he was
0: a true coxsman. I mean, that guy's winning championships, and he's banging
1: everybody. But there were days when you just weren't sure if Jeter was having fun. And Tatis, you look at it and you go, dude. This guy is just the fucking king right now. I'll take Tatis. I would take Jeter over Tatis. Oh, okay. Well, nobody asked you. Yeah. Well, that's you never ask me. Yeah. What would I do? That's always yeah, the you'd running. Yeah, like, oh, that's always the running joke in this Justin segment.
0: Turner. Jeff never asked me back. What would I do ever in <laughs> these
1: things? So. I'm sorry. I would take. Yeah. Who would you take?
0: I told you I'd take my homes, but if you took a guy from the past, it would definitely be. Jeter. Which teams would you own? Oh, uh, which, which team would I own? I would own. Uh, I would own the Yankees. I would own the Yankees over pitching. the Dodgers. I, I, it's New York, number one media market. Probably mm-hmm. the Dodgers. If I could afford the, Do- if I had like Amazon money, I'd, I would. I would. Yeah, uh, I mean, you
1: just said you yeah. could own many teams. I
0: would. Ta- I would take the Dodgers. I'd be crazy not to. Why? Not, why not? You know. Anyway, here's a, here's a la- here's two more questions for you. Would you rather be super fat, like six hundred pounds, or have oh. red or have red hair?
2: <laughs> David. Uh, well, David, I do not have red hair. I'm a little bit bigger bone. Right, Eddie? But, God damn it, I'll tell you what. When I'm sitting there, and I'm at the local diner, and I'm having some chili with some of them baby crackers, David, that I like, you and I never hear, I hear a lot of bit of, hey, big fella. How you doing, Big John? How you doing, champ? But you know what nobody ever calls me? How you doing, Ginger? <laughs>
1: That's your funniest question ever. <laughs> I'll be the redhead.
0: What
2: are you doing? I'm going the redhead. I'll, God, I'll look like Dustin Mayo for being 600 pounds. God damn it, Dave. You know what? You're a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's a, hey, listen. It's a little tough in elevators, and it's a little tough trying to get that degree super dry on under the old armpit. And God damn, I'll tell you this. I learned this the hard way. Right, Eddie? Don't you ever buy a waterbed, Jesus Christ? Oh, Jesus! Did you see me on Hard Knocks, <laughs> signing contracts? Nobody watched that pizza shit show for you, you little shrimp. <laughs> you know what, Eddie? You're kind of more gray than anything. But I think moving forward, you're—I'm—you know who I am, Eddie. I'm the professor, and you're ginger. <laughs> you're ginger. You're, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you're ginger. Jesus. Next question, Dave.
0: Next question, last question is, have you ever, it's funny you brought this up, kind of, have you ever fucked one of your your friend's exes?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I'm trying to think if there were more. (laughs) I think that's the only one. And they never, he never fucked her. Okay. He never fucked her. Uh, and they both told me that. Yeah. Like, and they told me everything in their life, so I would know that. Um. I don't. I think that's. Uh, best of my knowledge, no.
0: You? No, never. There's always that guy code thing where you just you just didn't do it. I don't know. You just never went out with the even if you thought a girl was great, you just never went yeah, out. with Yeah, like girl I that said, your, your it
1: was between when they hung out and when i hung out with her it was probably at least 18 months it was like yeah probably 18 months um but no i know what you mean yeah like there's uh like your buddy breaks up and yeah you're right it's just guy code you can't yeah. do that no. right um it's like uh it's like uh tag snitching <laughs> you don't do that either okay
0: here you go i'm glad you brought this up before we close out the show mm-hmm. never heard of the phrase tag snitching before until until you did it today until i did it to woods because woods is ripping the fuck out of Sutcliffe like everyone else in san Diego, but he's not yeah. putting his name down like i'll always write the person's name down and people always write back to me i can't believe you tagged them like well if i'm gonna talk shit i'm not gonna talk shit behind their back
2: yeah I'm so not what's the big fuck yeah
0: that's why I, I never understood that so when i did it to woods everyone what the fuck are you doing why Man. are you telling Sutcliffe woods is talking shit tag snitcher they call me tax snitcher. Never heard of that before. I like so that. I literally wrote to uh, to Woods because I thought he didn't like it, and I privately I said, "Hey, do you want me to pull this down?" He goes, "Fucking leave it," and then he wrote, he added on there. He goes, "I call him like I see him." <laughs> Double down. And I was he like, "That's Doug Harvey." And, yeah, and I said, "There you go. That's why people love you because you didn't fucking run from that old man."
1: Well, I wrote to him and said, "Hey, listen." I don't like this at all. I don't endorse it at all. I know Mike Costa doesn't like it, doesn't endorse it. Uh, because you said, well, he's right down the street. Yeah, he is, just
0: down the street from him.
1: <laughs> and I said, and I really don't like it because I know Sut would beat the shit out of you. He would. <laughs> and uh, and Sut looks
2: like 6'6, six, six, 300 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the other thing. He's is, is a big tall ginger.
1: He is. He's a big, tall
0: ginger. Uh, He's a
2: big, tall ginger, Dave. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing about Sutcliffe. He doesn't worry me at all. That guy, you think he eats chili, Dave? i tell you. (laughs) You know what he eats, Eddie? You know what that guy eats? Shrimp salad. (laughs) He's a shrimp salad guy, man. Sutcliffe. You know, all I remember is the great Dave Campbell. (laughs) Love Dave Campbell. Only guy I know who just goddamn. A whiskey and a smoke and a microphone. That fucking guy legend. He was a Frank Sinatra of Padre baseball. And Dave Campbell said right there on that shit radio station that hired you two fucks. Oh, the Padres are tearing Sutcliffe apart. They don't tear apart guys that eat chili. They tear apart guys that eat shrimp salad. Rick Sutcliffe, shrimp salad fan.
1: Back to you, Dave. All right, so we're back on Monday. Uh, one quick thing yeah. Uh, yeah we'll be back on Monday what'd you make of the debate um, frustrated
0: and I felt frustrated for Chris Wallace because I thought Chris Wallace's questions were fine um, moderating means hey one person needs to talk at a time I can't stand in radio I can't stand on the view I can't stand anywhere where people talk over each other um, and people said this can't you turn off a microphone yeah you definitely can turn off a microphone and it yeah. needs to be hey Turn off the fucking mics. If you're not going to do live time fact checking, then turn off the fucking mics and let people talk. Because it's basically pointing out your turn, your turn. Yeah. And when you guys are talking over each other, it's ridiculous. I was very disappointed, uh, and it's funny. I watched it with a with a big Trump supporter, mm-hmm. and I, I just wanted to hear. I mean, I don't know about you, but I just wanted to hear what was going to be said. I, I, I believe people have made up their mind. No one's going to change their mind through a yeah. debate. I think the vice president one's going to be more interesting. Um, when he asked him to denounce white supremacists. How about that? And I said to my buddy in the room, this is what I've been waiting for. Just do it. Do the right thing right now and yeah. denounce Nazis and KKK and white supremacists, and he didn't do it, nope. and, I, and it pissed me off. That that was my, my big takeaway is, you motherfucker. But that's not going to hurt him on, on votes. And then to see the next day that the white supremacist groups are taking what he said, stand back, stand down, uh, what be Making red, logos, yeah, and yeah. making logos. I was like, "See, this is what am This adds fuel to the fire of what we don't need right now is in, in the division that we have."
1: Uh, I was embarrassed for both of them. One guy, look, Trump doesn't give a shit. Uh, Chris Wallace was pathetic, uh, abs- because he got emotional. Yeah, and tried to sound like a tough guy and yelling, and you're not gonna do that. Um, but even with Biden. Like when, when Biden's like, oh, shut up. You're like, dude, what do you. Yeah, that's not good like, either. And the problem is, like I said, I have a lot of friends that live north of the border that are interested in watching this. And they're like, God damn, man. That, those are rick. your two choices for the leader hearing. of the free world, those two guys. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was embarrassing. It's an embarrassing night when you go, man, that's the best we have. Yeah, I think you're right. I I think both sides. I mean, I was listening to some of the Post coverage um, last night and flipping around, and I I saw MSNBC for a little bit, and they had some dipshit on saying, you know, uh, Trump's really losing his female vote. Bullshit. Everywhere I look today, women that, for whatever reason, have been Trump supporters, they were doubling down. Yeah. They thought he was great. So that's when you watch MSNBC and you go, well, you guys are just trying to push your narrative that everything's Joe. And I, I, man, I thought, to me, Dave, I watched it and I thought Biden took the bait. And, and I Which felt, is funny
0: because if you're an attorney, you watch law shows, like I watch a shitload and you're, yeah. and you're married to an attorney, is that they would tell you, you don't take the bait. You keep your mouth shut. You don't need to answer questions that aren't directed but, at you, but he kept falling for it.
1: But I, he was I, easy. But listen, here's the thing that I would say, too. So you go, okay, Biden took the bait. Anybody, you don't have to take advice from me or from Dave, whatever else. If that's your guy, and you sit there and you watch how he talked about Biden's kids yeah. and, and the disrespect that he showed, uh, you know, it's one thing for a hunter. When he brings up he's a cocaine guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. When When... Joe Biden says, I beat Bernie Sanders not by much. When he says not by much, I laughed. I'm like, that kind of shit. But but when you bring up cocaine, like, dude, you haven't lived a whole clean life. Yeah. I don't know that you're really the guy to be, to be standing outside. But I would just say any disagreement that I have with you or anybody else, when you go to that and that's all these – that's why I can't recommend enough this show at Showtime – Because all these fucking pussies like Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, none of these fuckers will stand up and go, dude, that's just bullshit. That's not what we do. I don't have any problem if you don't like Joe or his politics. But if you're sitting there today and you go, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy that mocked my opponent's kid for having an issue with cocaine, for not showing any respect to Bo, who served in this country, dude, that's on you. That's 100% on you. It's no longer on him because he is who he is. If you look at that and you go, yeah, that's my guy, kind of recapping what we said the other night, fuck, I feel bad for you. Because the way you get rid of a fucking dipshit loudmouth is you vote him out. And I'm not a Biden guy, but I tell you what, I'll vote for Joe where you get a little bit of our credibility back in the country. We get some semblance of order. We don't have to fucking hang our head in shame. And we don't have a fucking guy taking a shot at somebody when their kids had issues with drugs and doesn't show any respect. And I'm sorry. If you feel like that's your guy, fuck. To me, the problem's no longer Trump. The problem's you. You know who was a
0: cocaine uh, addict? George Bush. Yeah. And he and was a two-time president.
1: Dave, there's a lot of guys.
0: A lot of people and, know
1: people. and I guarantee you, there's enough shit that I deal with every day where I sure as fuck ain't looking at Hunter Biden. And and don't, is Hunter Biden running for office? Nope. Right? Nope. And and I don't know. I'm sure there might. I I guess. I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe there's not. If you looked at Eric, if you looked at what fucking Junior's done, Ivanka and Kushner. They're telling me if you wanted to look down, come on, fuck. But those guys aren't running. No. And to me.
0: Kids are always off limits.
1: Of course. Eric should be off limit. Junior should be off limit. No matter what the issues are you have with them. Now, Ivanka and Kushner are pretty close, but, but they should be off limits. I just go, fuck. If If the issue, like, if that's your guy, then I have bigger concerns about you than I have about him. That's it. So, all
0: right. We're going to be back on Monday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully the Padres are still playing when we come back on.
1: Don't say hopefully. They'll be here. I doubt it. I hope you're gone.